Let's do this, people. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? Frankie D here, and I am starting up the Frankie D Show. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so just starting the show off here with the plugs as always. So everyone listening to the Frankie D Show right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on uh, YouTube. If you're listening live, subscribe to it there. Make sure you hit the uh, thumbs up, ding the bell, hit everything you got to hit on the YouTube page. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me on there and keep listening to the episodes. And if you want to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, make sure you uh, look up the Frank at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right? So, as always, just remember the Frankie D Show and you should be able to find me. Sound good, people? All right, cool. All right, well, you know, I'm not getting into, uh, I'm not getting deep into it. I just want to bring this up for a uh, quick second. I kept saying last week I was when I was talking about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, I was saying, you know, I really don't know if their relationship is uh, real or not. You know, really, I'm having a hard time buying this one. Even though, like I said, Pete Davidson, I do believe he dated Kate Beckinsale. I do believe he dated and was engaged to Ariana Grande. Don't really think those were publicity stunts. I could be wrong with those, but I do believe those. This Kim Kardashian one, I don't know. I For some reason, I'm just having a hard time believing it. Only reason why I'm bringing this back up is I just wanted to say, not that it really means anything. Maybe he has some sort of clue. Maybe he doesn't. But... Kanye West says he thinks the relationship is fake also. I don't know if he knows something. Clearly, he knows that family to an extent. He was married to Kim for years. I'm not sure. But he does think it's fake. So, clearly, I'm not the only one. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people besides me that thinks it's uh, fake. But now we got someone that, you know, knows the family that's saying he thinks it's fake. So, just thought that. Just thought I should uh, point that out. You know, it, it, it is funny, though. Like, you gotta wonder. Even if it is uh, fake, are, are they hooking up in any sort of way? It's like, maybe they're not dating. They're definitely hanging out. So, are they hooking up? I have to believe Pete Davidson must have a very big penis. Or else, why, like, why was Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale with him? Like, Kate Beckinsale especially, like... She is, you know, just a cougar milf type woman. So I have to believe if she's going to be with him, like, age is part of it. Like, all right, he's younger. But he had, he, maybe he had the big schlong to uh, keep her satisfied for a while. And maybe that's why Kim Kardashian keeps hanging out with Pete. It's like, all right, publicity, people are talking about us because no one would expect this, and it's just huge. And he can also keep me satisfied with his big penis. I'm not sure, but 
I don't know. I definitely don't believe they're they're dating now. I could be wrong with that. I you know I even if they come out and say you know we actually are dating like there would just always be a thought in my head saying these two are not fucking dating. I just I don't believe it. But what the hell do I know? Kanye doesn't believe it either. Alrighty. Also, before I get into a main topic on my show, you know, I, I just want to say this real quick. Is Barstool Sports uh, listening to the Frankie D show? I'm very, cu- I said this a lot last week too. I'm very curious about that because I mentioned Kelsey Cook on the show last week, the very beginning. Gave her a quick plug. I don't know if she's ever been on Barstool before. Maybe she has. However, I mentioned her last week and now I see a video that she goes on Barstool Sports and kicks the shit out of a bunch of people in foosball. After I was just talking about her kicking people's ass in foosball. It wasn't just that she went on the sh- uh she uh, was with the KFC radio dudes. It wasn't that she just went on their show and was a guest. She played foosball with a bunch of these Barstool Sports guys. It's like, guys, are you are you, li- you listening to my show? At least give me some freaking credit. Let's see. So, this was from 22 hours ago. Comedian Kelsey Cook destroys Barstool Sports employees in foosball. Besides that, I am not seeing any more of Kelsey Cook with Barstool Sports. Are you kidding me? These assholes literally listened to the Frankie D show last week. Or sometime within this past week. Got Kelsey Cook. Gave me no freaking credit. And and I I don't even get to see her kick. Besides the YouTube video. Get to see her uh, kick their asses in foosball. Hey, that's a bunch of bullshit. What you gonna do? I hate to even give him the plug, but you guys should uh, check this out. Comedian Kelsey Cook destroys Barstool Sports employees in foosball. Really, just got to look up uh, Kelsey Cook Barstool. It'll probably just come up. It looks like it's her only time she's ever been on Barstool. Kicks the crap out of all these guys. She is so good at foosball. She's hot. How is she not more popular? She must. She's a comedian. I've never, you know, I'm not really into stand-up in general at all. I think a lot of these people are funnier on like radio shows and podcasts and stuff. I, you know, I, I just don't really find comedians uh, that funny in stand-up. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of... I think, I think it's just because you're expecting to, you know, to laugh, which kind of takes the element of surprise away. You know, if you go see a stand-up show, you know they're there to make you laugh. So sooner or later, you know that punchline's coming. I don't know. But uh, I wonder if she's not that funny in stand-up. Because why is this chick not more popular? She's going on Barstool. She has her Rest of Fury show. She's got a podcast. She I've seen her on uh, radio shows before and stuff. Why is she not more popular? She's a good-looking chick. And she's very entertaining. Kicks these dudes' asses in uh, foosball. We, I think we need to get this chick more popular. Maybe the more I talk about her, the more popular she'll get. I don't know. I just want to bring that up because, like, before I started this uh, podcast, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I talked about her last week, and now she's just coincidentally on bars. So, like, she, she, you know, she's big, uh, I 
enough where she could get on podcasts and stuff. Like, I've seen her on Burt Kreiser's podcast and stuff. But, you know, she's friends with people in the stand-up comedy world. These Barstool Sports guys, they're not in the, the stand-up comedy world. Some, sometimes they'll have stand-up comedians on their podcasts. But they're really, you know, they're not big in, uh, none of them are big in the stand-up world. As far, you know, as far as I've seen, I'm very familiar with stand-up comedians. And I'm, you know, I've never heard of any of these guys being, like, huge in the stand-up world. So, I was kind of surprised. Like, even the guests she has on her wrists of Fury show, I know who they are, but I wouldn't say that the average person knows who her guests are. And even her, I wouldn't say the definitely the average person doesn't know who she is. The only two guests I've seen on her foosball show where I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe the average person knows who they are. Is probably the biggest one was Freddie Prince Jr. Played Freddie and Scooby Doo and stuff, and he was in a bunch of rom coms and stuff. So a lot of people know who he is, and he's uh, married to um, I can't think of her, Geller, Sarah Michelle Geller, Michelle Sarah Geller. No, I think I got it right the first time. I don't even know. Uh, she she was uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Correct. Never even watched that show. But she wasn't on uh, Kelsey Cook's show. And then she also had Dr. Juron, who I feel is pretty popular. But besides those two, you know, it's not like she has huge guests on, really. And it's not like she's a huge star. So I'm like, you know, what brought the attention of her to Barstool Sports? That's all I want to know. All right. I'm going to go on to a main topic. Now, I didn't really expect (laughs) to talk about that that long. I just thought it was worth uh, mentioning. Everyone, though, go check her out. I find her pretty entertaining. At least I find her foosball show entertaining. Never listened to her podcast at least more than a couple minutes, so I can't really comment on that. But check her uh, foosball show out. There we go. Free plugs. Okie dokes. Gotta get into um, first topic now that I've seen throughout the week. And that is that Spotify... They picked Joe Rogan over Neil Young. So, for those of you who haven't heard about this yet, uh, Neil Young said to Spotify that you can have Joe Rogan or you can have Neil Young, but you cannot have Joe Rogan and Neil Young. Uh, so, I don't know how stupid Neil Young can be. Like, Does he really think the ultimatum is going to go in his favor? Like, Joe Rogan is the flagship now of Spotify. Like, Spotify's always been known as a music service until Joe Rogan got a, you know, one exclusive to Spotify. I feel now it is honestly known. I wouldn't even say as a podcast platform. I wouldn't say as a music platform. It's now known as the platform that has Joe Rogan. So, uh, you know, how stupid can Neil Young be? He's, he really thinks that he would have any chance of them picking him over Rogan. The guy that... They have an exclusive licensing deal with. They're paying uh, like $100 million a year for him to be there. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe Neil Young has a... Why We can't lose Neil Young. Like, you really think it's going to go that way, Neil? Fucking dumbass. Like, you're walking around here like your shit don't stink. Like, you, you think you're that big of a deal? Like, why would... It, like, you know, Spotify would just be thinking, all right, so the dude that makes us millions of dollars or the has-been from, like, the fucking 1960s. Like, like, 
who listens to you anymore, Neil? Like, honestly, there's a few songs I actually do like by you. But you're you're not a big deal anymore whatsoever at all. And even in your biggest, you know, days, like, you've never been, like, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or anything. You had your own sound, you got popular your own way, and that, that was it. You've never been, like, I, you know, ginormous, like, you know, some bands, like... I even think at this point, if Paul McCartney was like, yeah, I want all my shit off there or Rogan. You know, I think Spotify would still pick Rogan over Paul McCartney. It's like, yeah, Beatles days are over, dude. And let's be for real. The, Be- the Beatles are like the bi- one of the biggest, if not the biggest rock band of all time. So I don't know what the hell Neil Young was thinking. Like, I'm curious if he's like disappointed because Spotify did take Joe Rogan over Neil. They're like, yeah. Like, they caught his buff. They're like, yep, we, uh, we're going to pick Joe Rogan. They're just like, yeah, go pound salt. You know, go pound fucking salt. I don't know what Neil Young was expecting out of it. Either they weren't going to touch the music, I guess, and they're just like, no, we're keeping Joe. You could stay on if you want. Or they're going to be like, yep, goodbye. I'm glad that they said goodbye. That'd be fucking stupid if they got (laughs) rid of Joe Rogan. I'd be, one, just a waste of money. I wouldn't doubt that it's in the contract that even if they stopped the licensing deal, I could be wrong about this. I just wouldn't doubt that if they did stop the licensing deal with Rogan that they still got to pay him. Could be wrong, not sure. The only way maybe they wouldn't have to is if they did stop the licensing deal is maybe if he could just still do the podcast on his own, then they'll be like, well, it's not like you're in a non-compete. I'm not too sure how that works, but... Either way, he brings in a lot of listeners, a lot of money. Neil Young is an actual idiot for thinking that he he had any chance of them picking him in that ultimatum and not Joe Rogan. So now his music is going to go off of Spotify. Spotify agreed to that. They're like, all right, we'll take your music off. So it's just going to make you less popular, dude. Like that is where a ton of people listen to their music. So, you know, now you're going to be off of Spotify. You think your fan base is that big to whatever other platforms you're on now, they're going to, like, try listening to your music on there, whether it's Pandora or any of the other ones. Like, all these streaming services have their own fan bases themselves. Some people like Spotify best. Some people like Pandora best. But when you take uh, yourself off of one of those platforms... They're just going to listen to other music on the platform. The people that are already listening to you on other streaming services are still going to continue listening to you on there. And the people that listen to Spotify that listen to you on there are probably just not going to listen to you anymore. So, yeah, he uh, he's a dumbass. That's all I really have to, <laughs> to say about him. All right. let's. Uh, I do have an article on this, so... Let's see what the article says. This is a New York Times article. Spotify is removing Neil Young songs after he complains of misinformation. The singer decided to leave the streaming service because it gives a a platform to Joe Rogan, whom scientists have accused of promoting falsehoods about coronavirus vaccines. He must really not be making any money from Spotify for him to want to be uh, taken off there. Did this ever happen in the past when, like, radio hosts that were controversial, like Howard Stern or any of them? Like, Howard Stern was mostly a talk show, 
However, after his show, they still played rock music throughout the day and stuff. And But when he was on WNBC in the beginning of K-Rock, he played music. He was a DJ. Where people like, where singers like, no, I cannot tolerate that Howard Stern guy. You cannot play my music on his station. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about a lot of things. Uh, I, I'm very curious about that. I'm also curious if the radio stations pay differently. I don't know how money works through radio uh, stations to the artists. And I don't know how Spotify works to the artists. Because I have heard Spotify doesn't pay their music artists jack. I heard they make a ton of money from their music artists, but the artists get, like, pennies in return. All right, so this says, Neil Young wasn't bluffing. Spotify said on Wednesday that it had begun removing the singer's music from the streaming service two days after he briefly posted a public letter calling on Spotify to choose between him and Joe Rogan, the star podcast host who has been accused of spreading misinformation about the coronavirus and vaccines. That's that's funny. He wasn't bluffing. He probably was bluffing, and now he's like, shit, I can't go back now and say, never mind, never mind. I want to stay on the platform because people are just really which run him to pieces. So he probably was bluffing, though. Let's see. Um, Young's challenge to Spotify has become a high-profile, if unexpected, flashpoint in the battle over misinformation and free speech online. It also raised questions about the power of performing artists to control where their work is heard. See, I think Neil Young, in a way, thought, well, if I do this, maybe other singers will join in, and they'll try doing this also. I think I saw The Weeknd. Yeah, I think I saw this the other day. The Weeknd is, like, the most streamed per the most streamed singer on Spotify. Maybe he thought, oh, well, maybe someone like The Weeknd will join in. Like, they can't afford to lose The Weeknd. I just got to be the starting point of this. And that is an interesting thought. Who would they pick? To keep The Weeknd on there or or uh, Joe Rogan? Or I guess they'd be losing The Weeknd and, uh, the weekend and uh, Neil Young. But I think Neil Young wanted even more than just, like, The Weeknd. Like, I think he wanted, like, a bunch of singers. So, I, I think... Uh, I think that Spotify would still say, no, we're going to keep Rogan. Like, all right, if you if you guys are choosing to go off, go off the platform. But we're paying this guy. He brings in a lot of fucking listeners. I would guess he gets more listens. I could be wrong about this, too. I would guess that Joe Rogan gets more listens on Spotify than The Weeknd does. Don't know that for a fact whatsoever at all. And if they did leave, it's... I don't know. I think that... Uh, these talk show hosts, some of you know, like Rogan and stuff, and like how Howard had back in the day. They got strong fan bases. They know though the people that are listening will keep listening. When they have big guests on, they know that that'll draw, you know, big crowds to Spotify. So I still think that honestly they would still pick Joe Rogan. Especially, you know, they're paying him a hundred million dollars a year. They clearly have a lot of faith in him. No matter what happened, even if a bunch of singers did join in with with Neil Young, and they're like, you know, you're right. Spotify isn't paying enough, enough money. And we don't like what Joe Rogan's doing. So, yeah, we're with, we're with Neil. Doesn't seem to have happened that way. All right, let's see what else it says. In a statement posted to his website on Wednesday, Young called Spotify 
the home of life-threatening COVID information, he added. Lies being sold for money. You know, there's a lot more going on on, like, YouTube and other places where anyone can post shit, you know, than just Spotify. This guy, this guy's kind of a, pretty stupid. His criticism of Rogan, a comedian and actor who has become Spotify's most popular podcast host, sometimes speaking at great length with controversial figures, come or came after a group of hundreds of scientists, professors, and public health experts asked Spotify to take down an episode of Rogan's show from December 31st. That episode featuring Dr. Robert Malone, an infectious disease expert, promoted several falsehoods about COVID-19 vaccines, according to the group's public letter, which was issued on January 10th. Spotify said in a statement on Wednesday, we we want all the world's music and audio content to be available to Spotify users. With that comes great responsibility in balancing both safety for our listeners and freedom for creators. We have detailed content policies in place and we've removed over 20,000 podcast episodes related to COVID since the start of the pandemic. I think that's stupid. I, you know, it's, it's really the people's, uh, responsibility to get correct information. It's not these podcast hosts responsibility to give it unless they're a journalist. And then in which case they shouldn't be biased. But, you know, in terms of podcasts, it's really just people talking their opinions. And if they want to talk their opinions, let them talk their opinions. Just because they have a big fan base doesn't mean they have a responsibility. It's the people's responsibility to go get the right information for themselves. Go find actual journalists that aren't biased where you're like, all right, no, that makes sense. All right, let's see. Uh, this article says, We regret Neil's decision to remove his music from Spotify, the service added, but hope to welcome him back soon. Eh, say fuck you. Don't let him back, even. If he wants to go off, if he, if, you know, if he, if he's giving you the ultimatum, say go fuck yourself. Young's most popular songs like Heart of Gold, Harvest Moon, and Old Man have been radio staples for decades and have attracted hundreds of millions of streams on Spotify. In his statement on Wednesday, Young said that Spotify represented 60% of the streams of his music around the world. Wait, wait, let's read that again. Young said that Spotify represented 60% of the streams of his music around the world. Interesting. Young's music was expected to be fully removed from Spotify within hours. The news that the service was removing his songs was earlier reported by the Wall Street Journal. In his original letter, which Young addressed to his label, Warner Records, and his manager, he said, Spotify has a responsibility to mitigate the spread of misinformation on its platform. I want you to let Spotify know immediately today that I want all my music off their platform. He added, they can have Joe Rogan or Young, not both. Well, that's an easy decision. How stupid are you, dude? I, I did this guy just want to get his name back in the media? Like, what a cry for attention. Well, I'm saying, if I call it Joe Rogan, hey, people will be talking about me. That letter was removed from Young's website soon after it was posted. So it was removed. So was he, he did change his mind? Though it drew wide 
news media attention. Maybe maybe he was bluffing. These people are saying he's not bluffing. Maybe he was bluffing. He took the post down, but Spotify saw them. They were like, "All right, we'll, we'll take it down." Oh man, I'm gonna skip some of this longish article. And it's not too long, but I'm gonna go down a little bit. Let's see. Uh, in the past, Young has removed his music from streaming services only to quietly reinstate it. In 2015, after making complaints about the quality of sound on streaming, my friend told me about this. This is interesting. He thought the sound on streaming services kind of like, you know, ruined the quality of it. So he wanted, I guess, to make his own type of streaming, like another form of an MP3, something like that. So uh, this says he took it. De- he took his music down from all the major audio streaming services, including Spotify and its biggest rival, Apple Music. But it was added back soon after. So is he just going to do this every so, every few years? Every so many years, he's just going to complain, bitch, get his, take his music down, put it back up? Although virtually all of Young's music has been removed from Spotify by Thursday, a handful of live recordings and other miscellaneous tracks remained. It is widely available for streaming elsewhere, including Apple Music, Amazon, and YouTube. Well, what about YouTube, dude? There's a ton of... Wait, are you going to be mad at YouTube? Like, there's a ton of misinformation on YouTube. I love YouTube. I watch a lot of stuff on there. But, you know, you're talking misinformation. There's a bunch of dumbasses on YouTube. You're not going to say, hey, YouTube, you can't have my music because you're not censoring these dumbasses with misinformation. Let's see... Young also operates a subscription service through his website, Neil Young Archives, offering access to his entire catalog for $20 a year. On Thursday, SiriusXM announced that it was bringing back Neil Young Radio, a curated station that it had introduced last month. Hey, that's a smart decision. They're like, hey, we got your back, bro. It will run as a satellite station for a week and for a month on the company SiriusXM app. All righty. So that's all uh, the article really has to say about the Neil Young versus Joe Rogan thing. The ultimatum that dumbass Neil Young gave Spotify. And the music was taken down and who maybe sooner or later he'll want to pack up. Alrighty, let's see uh, some people have to say about this. Uh, TGY TV Tim Gilby. Well, his message got out there and he... TGY TV Tim Gilby also said he's 76. Do you think he still needs the money? Uh, beats me. Beats the hell out of me. Don't know if he needs the money. I think he wants the attention. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's all I really had to say about the uh, Neil Young, Joe Rogan thing, like I just said. I'm going to go on to the next subject. But I was talked about a lot this week. Figured it was worth mentioning. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, not not nearly as popular in the media, but thought it was interesting. So is anyone familiar with Michael Rappaport? From my understanding, I never really watched the show. He was on Friends, I think. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I want to see that now. Michael Rappaport, American actor. I know who he is just from being guests on shows, really. He seems to have a loud mouth and stuff. So, this says... Wow, he's been in a lot. It just does say he was uh, on Friends in 1999. 
He's been in a ton of stuff. There's a lot of people that know who he is. I mostly know who he is from being guests on like podcasts and radio shows and stuff and having a loud mouth. But I saw that he was uh, in New York City. I guess he lives there, probably. And he sees a guy stealing from Rite Aid. And the, there's a security guard there. This guy's video, Michael Rappaport's videotaping the guy stealing. He's got like bags full of stuff from Rite Aid. And the security guard just stands there and does nothing. He's like, yeah, just going to let him go. Uh, the, since uh, the pandemic started, the, the New York City's gotten nuts. It's gotten a tad better as the pandemic has gone on than it, you know, was like a year ago. But, it, you know, it's it's still relatively crazy over there, especially in certain areas. So, I don't know, hopefully you know, it keeps getting better. It's like, there's people, though, literally getting, I've talked about this before, there's people getting thrown on to the subway railroad tracks. That should not be happening. No one should be getting thrown onto the subway road. That, that seems like a, like a, a pandemic thing. It's like that's that's gonna be our thing to do in the pandemic. And there, you know, got I guess more shoplifting now. I mean, I guess the situation could have been worse. He could have been shooting people in the right aid. So better for him to just be stealing. But that security guard was doing nothing. Maybe he was scared the guy had a gun on him or something. But I don't know what's the point of having security if they ain't even gonna stop shoplifters. All right, I've got a quick art, well, quick article I'm going to read about this or discuss about this. Uh, So it's another uh, Daily Mail article. Michael Rappaport films brazen thieves sauntering out of Upper East Side raided with bags full of stolen goods while a security guard does nothing. Actor slams New York City's woke bail reform and says, we have to put more of these criminals in jail. So this says, Michael Rappaport filmed the moment a bold thief sauntered out of a Rite Aid on the Upper East Side of New York City with two shopping bags full of stolen goods, calling it pathetic that brazen crime continues to spiral in the Big Apple because of soft-on-crime policies. The actor and comedian who posted footage of the incident on Instagram told DailyMail.com that he was disgusted and surprised when he saw the thief stocking up on items from three different sections of the pharmacy before deciding he was satisfied. These criminals know there are no ramifications. We have to put more of these MFers in jail, he said. The Rite Aid in the video on 80th Street and 2nd Avenue is hit with the is hit with thefts of the same nature on almost a daily basis, a security guard told Rappaport. Well, see, that shouldn't be happening. They clearly need to uh, have better security if that is the case. The store will be closing. Oh, it's closing? The store will be closing on February 15th, and 63 other locations will, be, will close in the coming months, with thefts a major reason. The pharmacy chain announced in late December. Well, yeah, I mean, with all the. If they're getting stuff stolen from them every day, what's the point? Like, how much money could they be making? I mean, this guy's got a couple bags full of stuff. You know, do do they need to get security guards with guns there? You know, like, you scare these people. I you know I don't know what what they gotta do. They do get do they just need regular police there? So when they're stealing stuff, they could just arrest them right there. I don't I don't know what these security guard 
cops do. I don't know if they have guns on them. I don't know what they do. Like, in the video I saw, the, the security guard literally just watches the guy walk out. Like, what are you paying the security guard for? Let's see. Uh, this uh, You see all these videos on Instagram of people shoplifting like they're going for a walk in the park. It's pathetic. This is happening in the greatest city in the world, Rappaport said. All right, I got the video here. You won't be able to watch it. You guys would just have to uh, Google it, but I'll play the audio. You can hear Michael Rappaport talking. Let's see. Is he going to... Oh, all right. Here it is. I'm looking at this dude. Yo, that this dude is... I can't believe I'm seeing... So he's literally just watching the guy walk out like... Bags full of stuff from right here. The security guards are right next to him just looking at him. The security guard didn't even try to stop him. Now, I, I don't know if the security guard actually saw the guy steal, but clearly Michael Rappaport did. This... Yo! This guy... Um, and the reason why there's so many uh, blanks in there is just because he must be cursing. I just filled his two bags up. With everything in Rite Aid, right here on 80th and 1st Avenue, he's walking down the street like is Gucci. Look at me in my face, like what's good? <laughs> he's. I was watching him the whole time. My man just went Christmas shopping in January. <laughs> he had the condoms, the shampoo. Oh uh, man, saying <laughs> Christmas shopping. Oh, man. Well, I don't know. That's I, I, They clear they got a crime problem. They they have a, a theft problem. They, they they got a lot of problems they got to fix there. And it it seems like they either don't want to fix it or the police are getting tired of getting smashed themselves because they try to do their jobs and then people call them all sorts of names and try to attack them. So it, it, I don't know how they're going to fix this problem. Uh, they got a new mayor there. Name me ho help. I'm not sure. Uh, this article says, Rappaport's video, which has since garnered more than 276,000 views, starts with Rappaport filming the thief sauntering out of the Rite Aid while exasperated actor fumbles with his words before shouting, I can't believe I'm seeing this shit. Uh, I will go down a little bit. The Heat Star captions the video... Duke just went Christmas shopping at Rite Aid. I'm tripping. This happened in broad daylight. Day like it was nothing. Uh, new I.M. Rappaport discusses it all. Now, which heat star are they talking about? I must have. Uh, is is Rappaport a heat star? <laughs> uh, let's see. I was just informed this Rite Aid is closing... Uh, February 15th because of this, leaving the workers jobless. Yeah, th this is insane. It says, yo, yo, tagging the drug store chain and New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Let's see. Rappaport put the blame on former Mayor de Blasio, f uh, former Mayor Bill de Blasio, who embraced soft on crime policies such as bail reform and police budget cuts. Yeah, I've never met a person. I, I know people that live in New York City... I've been there before. I, you know, I know people that are very familiar with 
Abel de Blasio, not that they know him personally, but, you know, just from living there and stuff. I've never met a person that likes Bill de Blasio or thought he ran that city well. Hopefully this, this new mayor they have runs the city better. Hopefully he could work with the governor better. I think Cuomo and him didn't get along, right? Cuomo and de Blasio. So ho- hopefully this guy can help fix the city up because it's supposed to be the greatest city in the world. It shouldn't feel scary to go there. It shouldn't, like, it, people shouldn't be getting uh, stuff stolen from their stores every day. I, you know, the, the city once was a scary place, and then uh, Rudy Giuliani, they say, really fixed the city. It was good for years after that. And then once the pandemic hit, bam, city goes back to being crazy. Again, I don't know if it's as crazy as it was back in like the 80s or whenever it was crazy. And it seems like, you know, to an extent, it's gotten a little better within the last so many months. I think because more people are just starting to go back to work there and stuff. So it's just getting more people in the city. But I don't know. I thought that was just uh, something. I thought the video was very interesting. The fact that security guard doesn't do anything. And then he goes like, dude, guy just want Christmas shopping. And his condoms and shampoo and everything. But yeah, Rappaport, he's definitely got a personality on him. I He was videotaping this guy. I honestly, for a second, was like, damn, imagine if this guy just gets pissed and like tries to attack him now. Like, What's going to happen if he has a weapon on him? I hope Rappaport goes on like a radio show or a podcast now and talks further about this. Because I, I would like to hear more what he has to say. Even though, I mean, I think we could see basically from the video what he'd have to say. But, all righty. All right, no comments in the chat right now. If anyone wants to say anything before I get the trivia up, say it now. About to uh, play some trivia for us. Okay, dogs, one second here. Didn't work. All right, I think it should work now. Let's see. All right, trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are art, U.S. states and the alphabet, music, sports, Chess, and this week we have a bonus category, and it's history. Alright, so the first question, the category is art. Who completed his famous bird paintings in 1839? Again, who completed his famous bird paintings in 1839? I, I don't think anyone's not going to know this answer. This, this is a pretty easy one. Like, you're kind of a loser if you don't know who completed their famous bird paintings in 1839. Okay, the uh, next question. The category is U.S. states and the alphabet. If you were to list all 50 of the U.S. states in alphabetical order, which state would be fifth on the list? Again, 
If you were to list all 50 of the U.S. states in alphabetical order, which state would be fifth on the list? Going on to the next question, the category is music. What rapper's real name is Robert Van Winkle? Again, what rapper's real name is Robert Van Winkle? I didn't know this beforehand, but I am very aware of who this rapper is. Okie dokes. Next question. The category is sports. Who won the 2019 Home Run Derby that took place on July 8th? Again, who won the 2019 Home Run Derby that took place on July 8th? Next question. The category is chess. The king piece in a game of chess can move a maximum of how many squares? Again, the king piece in a game of chess can move a maximum of how many squares? And the last category, or the last question, the category is history. What World War II European recovery program was named for the Secretary of State who proposed it? Again, what World War II European recovery program was named for the Secretary of State who proposed it? Alright, let's get to these answers. So the first question in the category was Art who completed his famous bird paintings in 1839? The answer is John J. Autobahn. The next question was U.S. states and the alphabet. If you were to list all 50 of the U.S. states in alphabetical order, which state would be fifth on the list? That is California. Next question, the category was music. What rapper's real name is Robert Van Winkle? The answer is Vanilla Ice. The next question, the category was sports. Who won the 2019 Home Run Derby that took place on July 8th? The answer is Pete Alonzo. The next question, the category was chess. The king piece in a game of chess can move a maximum of how many squares? Alright, so the answer I have for this is two. I've always thought it was one. So, someone could check me on that if they want. When I looked it up, it looks like it usually is one, but there's this thing called castling, where it can move two squares. So, someone could check me on that. It doesn't really matter. So, if you're, you know, if you're really that curious, look it up. Type it in the chat on a live stream or something. Let me know. All right. And the last question in the category was history. What World War II European recovery program was named for the Secretary of State who proposed it? And the answer is the Marshall Plan. Alright, so that is all of the questions for this week. Hope everyone enjoyed. Sorry about the chess question. And yeah, alright, so that is it. And now it is time to get back to the sh- I don't know why that, and that's cutting out, people. I'm sorry. Time to get back to the show. Alright, I'm back. Uh, TGY, TV Tim Gilvey. Like the participation there in the chat. And you got some of these answers right, so... Good for you, man. All right. Well, getting back to a few more topics, and then i uh, got to end the show. Hope you guys and 
enjoyed the trivia. All right, so my next topic I want to talk about. I talked. I think I talked about something similar to this so many months ago, where someone quit their job as I think a teacher. It might have even been a religious teacher. I kind of forget now, but. Uh, for OnlyFans. So now I'm going to talk about a cop, a police officer, who quits her job to be like an OnlyFans model. Apparently she was even paid $30,000 to leave the police force. I think she said she was being like ridiculed or something for, you know, being on OnlyFans and, and stuff. And it, like, because her co-workers found him, it's kind of like, well, don't you want as many people to be paying for you on OnlyFans as possible? Shouldn't you be like thanking them? Like, all right, like, kind of very, well, you know, just thank you. We don't got to talk about it, but thanks for paying. I don't know. Uh, it seems like it worked out for her, though. I think she's making more money. I, I could be wrong. I think she's making more money from it than she was as a cop. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, her name's Melissa Williams. She's 46 from Colorado. I feel, for some reason, when I first read this, I was... Like, this chick's going to be from Florida or something. I don't know. It has, has Florida written all over it. I, I don't know why. Uh, I got an article on this. We'll get into it. And uh, see what it says. So, let's see. It's a New York Post article. It's uh, the title of it for anyone that wants to see it. Cop gets paid, or cop paid $30,000 to leave force after colleagues discover OnlyFans account. A former Colorado police lieutenant has claimed she was forced to quit her gig after colleagues discovered that she had a secret OnlyFans account. Oh, she was forced to quit it? I thought they just wanted her to quit. They were like, like, you're kind of, I don't know, embarrassing I Something like that, you know, embarrassing us. Here's $30,000. Please get out of here. I didn't really, like, she was forced to quit. Why wouldn't they just fire her? She's forced to quit. Uh, this says, I was in shock and panicking because I never wanted these two parts of my life to collide. I, if she was that, if she was panicking, maybe it didn't work out for her. Maybe she was making more as a cop. Uh, M- Melissa Williams, 46, told uh, Jam Press of her resignation, in which she reportedly received a $30,000 severance package to leave the force. The ex-cop reportedly a 28 28- year old police veteran whose LinkedIn profile lists her as retired from the I have no clue how to pronounce this error let's see let's sound this out Arapaho it looks like Arapaho to me we'll go with that so the her LinkedIn profile lists her as re- retired from the Arapaho County Sheriff's Office after more than 11 years there had apparently started moonlighting on the porn platform in May 2020 as a means of spicing up her sex life with her husband and also decompressing her, uh, in decompressing from her difficult and dangerous job. My personal sex life was entirely separate and never affected my ability to do my job, said the cop turned skin flick star, who felt like my bosses were policing my bedroom. Well, I mean. No one was forcing you to put them out in the open on the internet. <laughs> Once you do that, of course people are going to find them. Dumbass. You're like, no, maybe her and Neil Young should get together. The Arapaho County Sheriff's Office did not immediately respond to the Post's request for comment about 
Williams claims, known by the alias Lexi Bella, the real Bella Lexi. Damn, it's like she combined uh, wrestlers Alexa Bliss and the Bella twins' uh, names together. Uh, anyway, that her name on OnlyFans. Williams predominantly shared saucy snaps of herself and her husband, who has opted to remain anonymous for privacy reasons. Well, you know, if you want to stay anonymous for privacy reasons, why put yourself out there on the internet? At least, in th- you know, in that way. So this says, a lot of the material my husband and I shared is stuff we taken in our private sex life over the years. Well, why not keep it private? I was working up to 60-hour weeks, so mostly my husband ran the page and shared my pictures, and then sometimes we'd have fun dressing me up and taking photos especially to share. So here's her in a bikini. I wouldn't pay for her OnlyFans. No offense. The self-proclaimed MILF and wife next door added, it was a fun way to relax and be creative together after a stressful week and a stressful job. You couldn't find any other way than posting those kinds of pictures of yourself on the internet. I mean, I'm just saying, if your job's at risk, why, uh, you know, that, that wouldn't that make you more st- stressed, like knowing that I could lose my job over this? Let's see, Williams had been making a good side living on OnlyFans for about 18 months, Jam Press reported, when in August 2021, the cop's boss supposedly received an anonymous tip about her salacious side hustle. So, I wonder who that was from. Was it from another cop? They found her, they started paying, they're like, whoa, what is my co-worker doing? Hey, maybe she had a higher position. Hey, I want her position, let's get her ass out of here. Yo, chief, look at this. Uh, the August officer claimed that she subsequently received an official complaint via email whereupon she allegedly discovered that her colleagues had been gossiping about her extracurricular activities with some even signing up for her page. Hey, I mean, that's more money for her. Good, get the word out there. The complaint uh, came totally out of the blue, she said, uh, said the horrified officer. Then I was angry and embarrassed because the notice went on to say how five colleagues of mine, all in lower and higher ranks than me, had obtained access to my paid account to access my private content so they could investigate my conduct. I'm confused about that. So they could investigate? Like they just got access to it? They didn't have to pay for it? Get those motherfuckers paying. All right, so more pictures of her. I'm... Not saying that she has any naked pictures here. I mean, it looks like she's in lingerie in these. She's in a thong in this one. Um, This says, Williams told Jam Press that she felt as if her fellow officers weren't seeking justice, but rather simply wanted to see her naked. Well, that is probably what they wanted to say. Especially as, following the alleged investigation, the lieutenant saucy snaps were allegedly shared widely around the office. I don't consider my OnlyFans page to be a work matter, she said. However, rampant slut shaming apparently began to take a serious mental toll on Williams, who August 23rd, 2021, reportedly had a doctor sign off on 12 months of leave with the recommendation that she leave her job for good. Williams obliged by, uh, blah, Williams obliged whereupon the local force and told, blah, local force and her attorney, 
allegedly put together a $30,000 severance package. Damn. Well, now you got to wonder if this was worth it for her. I just assume, it seems like most of these OnlyFans chicks, they go to OnlyFans, they start making bangs. So I just kind of assumed it would work. And now she's got the story about her, so more people are reading about her. I thought more people go, and now the cops are like, hey, we got to check her out, the one she worked with, but I don't know. Leaving the force has proven bittersweet for the ex-cop, who said she had dreamed of being a police officer since she was 14 years old. I loved my job, but how could I go back to work in an environment like that, said Williams. It was hard being a woman in the force. People have always been jealous of me because I am successful, attractive, and confident. Um, well, okay. <laughs> Nonetheless, the porn star sees her firing as a blessing in disguise as she can sleep at night now, and I feel 10 years younger without the stresses of police work. Well, yeah, I mean, I could see being a police officer being very stressful, so... If you can make a living and you don't got to work the 60 hours and you don't got to worry about being shot or anything like that, sure, yeah, that's going to take the stresses off. I don't know. Before you left, maybe, you know, especially since you knew you were leaving, should have tried to promote that even more to these officers. Been like, hey, guys, you want to keep in touch? Subscribe to the OnlyFans page. My family, this article says, my family are glad they don't have to worry about me not coming home. Adam Williams, who also shared saucy snaps to Instagram. So I guess her parents are like, yeah, do the porn thing. We don't want it, you know. <laughs> we do not want to have to uh, worry about losing you. And while Williams said she is currently only earning about $4,000 a month on OnlyFans, less than her police salary. Okay, so she is making less than her police salary. Uh, she hopes her page will take off now that she can spend more time on it. Is there some sort of algorithm, though, to OnlyFans? Like, how, do, how does that work? Because I feel like you just have to have a lot more promotion. And maybe that's what she'll start doing, really, on uh, Instagram and Twitter now. She'll start putting uh, some stuff up to really promote her OnlyFans page now. So, uh, says, however, in the future, she aspires to become a team leader or manager in a security or corporate training. Well, didn't she learn from this experience? It might not be the best to keep working on OnlyFans if she wants to work in that kind of a setting. Despite her success, Williams still believes that the scandal... That's I see what they did there. Instead of success. Sex-sess. I didn't know if uh, everyone caught that or if they just thought I was messing the word success up. Anyway, <laughs> despite her success... Williams still believes that the scandal could have been handled with a professional conversation rather than a supposedly forced resignation. Instead, I felt I was really a good police officer and felt pushed out of a really good career because of my uh, prudishness, she lamented. Williams isn't the first cop to turn to OnlyFans after receiving the boot. In June, an Australian cop who got sacked for snorting coke off a Playboy model's nude body, revealed that she started an OnlyFans page with the same woman. So there we go. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really think she should have been fired or gotten fired. You know, if, if it's like some sort of rule, hey, you can't be putting shit on the internet like that, then give her the warning, have her take it down, or say if you don't want to take it down, then you can't stay as a cop here. But, uh... You know, if that is some sort of rule there. I mean, it is in her personal 
time. So I, I, you know, I don't know how I really feel. I always feel people in their personal time should be able to do what they want, but I guess there is that thing where, you know, maybe, you know, you give the department an image that they don't want. You're putting that out there to the public. However, also, also, it's OnlyFans, so they got to pay for it. I don't know. It is weird. I don't, I don't know if I, I might agree with her, though. They should have had a talking with her first instead of just saying, hey, you got to go. She, it, the story doesn't say anything about that. I, you know, it doesn't seem like they did give her that option. Hey, we don't want our uh, police force to be part of something like that. So you either got to take it down or you, you could keep doing it, but then you can't work for us anymore. I don't know. I personally, you know, after looking at her pictures here, I wouldn't be subscribing to it. I'm curious how many subscribers it has. Was it that big of a deal? Does it only have, like, 10 subscribers where it really will get that much attention? I don't know. It says she was, it, she's making $4,000 a month from it, so it's good uh, money. I'm curious what the average is uh, on OnlyFans for these chicks. All right. Well, that's all the uh, big topics I really have for today. Some stuff I saw throughout the week that I want to discuss. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm going to give uh, Theo Vaughn a quick call. I called him last week. Call him again. Called Whitney for enough weeks in a row, so now i got to call Theo again for so many weeks in a row. Maybe after we'll try uh, Conan out again. I, I want to find a new... Uh, New person. If, if someone sees a podcast or something that puts the number out there to their show, let me know. All right, so let's see what we got here. I need to get this number in again. Hold on. Uh, one second. Da, 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 da. All right, this should work now. All right, let's try her out. Oh, why isn't it working? Hold on, people. Not working. Uh, okay, now it should work. There we go. Try that again. Come on. Hey, what's up? There this we go. Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is a This Past Weekend hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I want to let you know that uh, this is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. We get uh, it. This is a space, you know, this is that hotline. Okay. So you can leave that. Uh, you can leave your name in. You can leave uh, your name out. Um It'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you go on long, then you're gonna have to call back and finish your comments or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you calling, and uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, what up, Theo? It's uh, Frankie D again. Never heard any comments from you after uh, you know I, I hadn't talked to you for a while, so I thought you know I'll call you again and called you and didn't hear any words from you. I even told you that I. Uh, had a pork roll sandwich last week. Had one again today. It's a good Friday thing. Best food there is. Today it was a pork roll and cheese on a plain bagel with some salt, pepper, ketchup. You got to try it, Theo. 
Again, poor girl, not Taylor Ham. Don't be a dumbass. We all know you're smarter than you, you know, pretend to be. We know you're, we know you're a smart guy. Poor girl. Oh, man. Lots of stuff's gone on this week, Theo. I, I saw the whole uh, Spotify thing with your boy Joe Rogan and Neil Young. I mean, clearly Neil Young was being a dumbass, and I feel like he had to know that Spotify was going to choose Joe Rogan over him. Fucking dumbass. I also saw my, Michael Rappaport. He saw someone just stealing out of a Rite Aid and takes a video of it. Security guard does nothing. And that, that was really just it. What, what, what are your thoughts on the crimes going on in New York City, Theo? I know you moved to Nashville. In Nashville, it seems like it's a pretty nice city now, but I know you've spent some time in New York. Oh, man. And then did you hear about that uh, female cop that quit her job? For only th- Actually, she really didn't quit. It sounds like it was she was forced to quit. Basically fired her. $30,000 severance package. They want her uh, being on OnlyFans in that police department. She's putting up some lingerie pictures. I didn't see anything about nudies, but she, you know, she had her her butt out there with the thong, cleav- big boobs, uh, cleavage out in the bra. I didn't see a no nudies going on. But yeah, her police department did not want her on, so bam, 30,000 severance. She is out. You hear about any of that? Oh, you'll have to let me know, Theo. I th- think I'm running out of time here, but yeah, go grab yourself a pork roll sandwich. Again, it's pork roll, not Taylor Ham. All right, Theo, stay cool. Peace. Okie dokes. That was uh, my call to Theo on this week. I don't know if I was running out of time. It said I was coming up on three minutes. But I don't know if that's three minutes from the beep or just three minutes on the con in general. Whatever. One of these days, Theo will try a pork roll sandwich. And when he does, he better call a pork roll and not tailor him. Okie dokes. Uh, that is it for the show for today. If anyone wants to uh, type anything there in the chat, let me know anything. Feel free to do it. I'm just going to plug the show real quick, and then I am out of here. Sound good, people? All right, so if you're listening to the Frankie D Show on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Click the subscribe button. Thumbs up. Whatever you got to click, make sure you click it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Podbean, anywhere. Make sure you subscribe to me on there. Keep listening to my episodes. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Alrighty. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. Had fun. Should be back next Friday. At 3 p.m. Eastern. To talk some more topics with you guys. And for my people that listen on uh, the apps. Which I see is growing. I like seeing that growth there. Uh, I put, you know, I post these episodes on Tuesdays. So. Hope you guys are enjoying this on a Tuesday or sometime throughout the week. Alrighty. Well, that's it with me today. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'm out. Peace.